So next time you're stuck in traffic and you're sitting there going nowhere and you look out at the endless river of cars going nowhere in both directions, I want you to realize that every single one of those lights represents at least one complete fucking idiot waiting for the opportunity to prove it. Then I want you to realize that the guy behind you sees the same exact thing in front of him. So, I just read an article that 10 people die on the road every day in Texas in 2019. And most of it is in rural areas and where there's the highest traffic speeds, you know, because we have the best uh, highway speed limit in the nation, 80 fucking 5, right? So, <clears throat> I'm not making an argument that we should have lower speed limits. I don't want lower speed limits. I don't want slower cars. I don't want smaller, greener, more efficient cars. I mean, if we get that, then that's fine. I want bigger, better, faster cars with more power, more space, and more leg room, and takes up more uh, energy on the highway. I just want smaller assholes behind the wheel. That's really what I want. And maybe, you know, a little bit higher IQ behind that wheel. I mean, man, we gotta get our shit together with that. And the whole thing that got me going on about this was getting rear-ended the other day on my way to work. And guy just smacks into me because, you know, we're going all too fast on the highway or just not spaced enough for the speed we're going. And uh dude merges on to the freeway on the on-ramp and cuts off and everybody hits their brakes and kapow, I'm the guy who takes the, the lucky number one. Of course, the guy driving the other car doesn't have a driver's license. He's got insurance, but it's not his truck. So now I'm going to fight the insurance over that. Oh, and guess what? He's got a passport. He doesn't even live here. So, you know, let's see how all this works out for me. And my guess is not in my favor. Um, <clears throat> but anyhow, there's another thing I was thinking about the other day. And this is one of those topics that I really don't like getting into. But here I am. Look at me. I'm going to get right into it and piss a bunch of people off. And that was the whole abortion thing. Because I saw somebody talking about that today. And I said, man, you know. That's one of those really tough calls to make. Where the hell you stand on that? Like, everybody just automatically goes, oh, well, you know, you hate women's rights, or, oh, you're just a Bible-thumping idiot. And, like, I see it both ways. You're a Bible-thumping idiot that hates women's rights, and... No, I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> like, there's the whole idea that it has to be exactly one way, because I can see both sides where, you know, you've got this point of origin there, this this little cluster of cells, right? It starts off as little two cells and becomes one cell and becomes more and more cells, right? We all know this. We, we remember seventh grade biology or maybe it was fifth grade shit. I don't remember. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, it doesn't have a brain. It, it can't think at this point. So, you know, where do you draw the line of conception and all that? I don't, I don't know. But on the flip side of things, you know, there's the people screaming, well, you know, you hate women's rights and blah, 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 but it's not a right for you, you know, the, the argument goes back and forth both ways, oh, you're not defending your rights, you're taking away someone else's rights, and, and it just doesn't go anywhere, it just circles, circles around and around, and these little talking points that have absolutely no intrinsic value, just ideologues babbling what the talking heads have taught them to repeat. Polly want a cracker? You want a fucking cracker? Oh, Polly want an abortion? Here, here's an abortion, Polly. You hate babies. Okay? But I think we don't have a choice but to allow it no matter what, no matter where you stand. And, you know, the argument is going to be the one that we hear all the time that, you know, if you 
make them illegal, they'll just get illegal abortions, right? That's how we got rid of guns and drugs, right? We just made them all illegal. Oh, well, other nations got rid of guns by making them illegal. That shit's not happening here. We already covered that before. But I think the real problem is that no matter what kind of legislation you tried to pass to regulate it to where it was only medically necessary, the fucking morons in Congress won't ever allow that to happen or they won't ever put any sort of context or language in there that would actually be able to protect people from malicious prosecution for medically necessary things where maybe just some prosecutor disagrees with the physician, you know, or where um, there's just an undue burden of proof placed on somebody who's already in a financially irresponsible situation to have a kid, right? We lack the legal language to write things like this and maybe that's by design maybe we just as a culture or as a species we want to find ways to put little gotchas into shit i don't think that's the way that it is but i think that for every system of control that there's a number there's a number of exploitations that's proportional to how complex the number of controls are that's just me that's my theory. I don't know if there's any real merit in that, but I don't think you can ever make anything truly, truly watertight when it's that complex. So I think that, you know, I want to go back and kind of qualify about what I was saying about it doesn't even have a brain. Obviously, at some point, you know, a, a fetus baby has a brain, and, you know, I get the whole, like, where's the line when when that takes place? Well, I think the line is, you know, at the brain, right? There's some part of the brain where you know consciousness can can exist and we know a lot about this based on brain trauma patients and then we have what's called functional MRI and then there's a another magnetic where they use high power magnets to shut off certain areas of the brain for research they can shut off parts of language centers where you will forget what language you speak and even political ideologies or religious inclinations like with the damn magnet like uh, i don't know i wonder how these researchers you know figure out not just where to go but like how high to turn up the magnet and like what if they get off a little bit what if they accidentally shut off the part that's responsible for your you know not shitting yourself i mean that would be like the comical outcome or how about if they shut off the part that you know tells your heart to pump and then how long until it comes back on like what do they find the people that want to be subjected to these tests they hop in this machine or they sit in this chair and they wheel a machine over their head like a fucking laser cannon and they say just sit still bobby we're going to go ahead and shut off your speech center and for the next 30 minutes you are going to be a drooling fucking moron and we're going to put you in a car and stick you on the highway <clears throat> i don't know like i i wouldn't do it i would not do that i would like to be the guy who puts pushes this button and you know watches somebody you know forget how to do basic math but I guess I can see that at any sort of uh, little get together that I go to <laughs> with enough beer or whiskey flowing right um, so yeah at that point so yeah at that point then if you can terminate all those little sections of the brain how much of that brain do you remove until a person stops being a person because you know dogs have less gray matter than we do and 
they're not a person. I mean, they have personalities, but they're not a person, right? And then, you know, and they go on the other way, like whales have way more gray matter. And so they're not a person, but they're really, really fucking smart. And maybe it's just because, you know, they don't have thumbs and they can't do, uh, you know, they, they can't build stuff. And, and they don't need to. Like, they're giant, fat fucking blobs that can fly. Like, okay, they don't fly through the air, but they fly through the ocean. Like, they soar. Like, they don't need an airplane. They are a fucking airplane. They're a jumbo fucking jet that breathes air and eats krill. And, like, if you're a killer whale, then you are the shit because you're out there fucking up other whales. Like, you're the baddest fucking thing in the ocean. Like, even that big-ass giant squid, Archituthus ducks, you know, the giant squid that they uh, said didn't exist forever. Like, that thing gets its ass eaten by a sperm whale, which is a hilarious name. Um, for obvious reasons. You know. Yeah, so like the biggest one of those, or I'm sorry, the, the the squid, they found squid beaks inside of one of the bellies of one of these whales, and then they found sucker marks on the squid on the on the whale that were 15 inches across, and the biggest specimen that they found was like 60 foot long and only had 8 inch suckers. So if this whale has 15 inch scars on it, sucker scars, how big was that? Was that was that squid, right? Or maybe, maybe the you know it got attacked by a squid, or you know got fighting for its meal when it was smaller and it grew and the scar stretched with it. I don't know if that works with whale growth or not. I'm, I'm not a marine biologist. I certainly don't specialize in sperm whale tissue. Um, but I digress. So yeah, how do we how do we determine what a person is? based on the size of a whale suckers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of, you know, took the story way out of way out into the weeds there and tried to bring it back in, but that was my whole point was we don't we don't know what a person is as far as what it means to be human on a purely biological structural level. And so you know, that opens up a whole can of room for abuse too because I mean, then you could start saying, well, okay, Maybe people with brain injuries aren't people and we can just terminate them because, you know, they're not a person and they don't have any rights. So I, I can see the other side of that whole coin there now, that rationale can really blow up in your face and maybe be just as evilly, ap evilly applied that way, you know, where, sorry, okay, well, you know, sorry, Grandpa, he's got dementia now and he's only using... You know, 43.95% of his brain. If he's 43.96, we could let him live. But at this point, at 43.95, eh, he's legally not a person. So we're going to throw him in the wood chipper out back, kids. And that was the story of Grandpa. But so I don't know. I don't know how, how the hell we're going to sort something like that out. And I think really the best way to get around that would be just let people do what they're gonna do and I know how the religious people feel about that and it really upsets them but ultimately isn't it between them and you know your your god right I mean if they're a complete piece of shit then you know your your big daddy in the sky is gonna fuck them up and smack them down to Hades right so just cross your fingers and hope for that because in the meantime you know big daddy government is gonna bend you over and jackhammer you from every bit of good intent that you try to give him the power to enforce. And that 
right there is a pretty difficult point to argue against, especially if you know anything about history. Now you can take any little bitty sample size of history, any little short step along the way and say, oh hey look, between this year and this year things were really smooth going and human uh, quality of life skyrocketed and everybody did really well and they were you know, living happily kumbaya and you know, smelling their own farts with how successful they were, kind of like what we did right before this whole COVID thing was blown. Of course, we had lots of things to bitch about, lots of little bitty small issues, first world problems, like arguing about, you know, whether having a dick makes you a boy or a girl or not. I mean, that's not a real problem in nature. Like, nature doesn't give a shit about that. And you know, we came to a point here very recently, as the whole world shut down, what I like to think when we saw everybody rushing out to buy guns, we hit a very sobering moment for many people when they realized that our entire existence as a species and more specifically as a society right here, you know, in, in the Western world, in the first world country of the United States, that it is but a tiny blip on the scale of human existence. It is a temporary little bitty blip and it can be over in a freaking instant and it pretty much was or at least it looked like it was going to be that way right I mean maybe not entirely you know there was so much misinformation going about you know maybe this thing is a weapon that got loose this you know Chinese virus yeah the the Chinese virus. Oh boy, people are gonna hate me for saying that. The COVID nineteen. Um, yeah, this maybe maybe it's not even a Chinese virus. Maybe the Chinese are right, and it was American that brought it over from the military. I don't know why more military people didn't get sick, but apparently three people from the military got sick, and they're the ones who brought it. And I love it. I love it. Now the Russians are running that story. But that brings me to my whole view of why I think that we shouldn't just entirely dismiss this as some sort of giant hoax is that never ever in the history that I can recall have all the governments in the world pretty much unanimously agreed so quickly that hey this is gonna fuck a lot of people up we better stop some shit from happening right and every single one of these um Governments have plenty of money flying around there that they they could stand to lose, and maybe it's uh you know influence from this money where they see the opportunity to to grab up property and, and to obviously to take rights right because that that's happening too. Democracy is never in greater danger than when people are in a panic and looking for someone to help. When they're scared and they're confused, they're willing to just give it all away. We saw that on 9/11. You know, with the adaptation of the NDAA and all the uh, powers that that granted, and everybody was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. We're just going to let that go down. And it did. And then it got to a point where, you know, people were just gaslighting, saying, oh, well, they're not spying on you. They're not spying. There's, okay, well, maybe they're just recording some metadata. You don't own that metadata anyway. It doesn't tell them anything about you. Well, if it doesn't tell them anything about you, then why the fuck do they want it? 
Like, what good does it do them for anything? If it's not collecting information and giving them a profile of who you are, what you do, where you go, and who you associate with, it's of no value to them. Okay? And so, you can always make the argument that, you know, if you have nothing to fear, you have nothing to hide, which is a very dystopian point of view, and fuck you for having it. Um, but, I have this feeling, right? This this idea. It's not a feeling because I have I've thought this out. Cuz now we're we're looking at the whole function, the growing functionality of AI and these AI algorithms <clears throat> that we see being put to use on social media like uh well YouTube and Facebook and Twitter that go and hunt down for things that are wrong speak, right? Things that people shouldn't say, things that are violation of terms of service. You know what else is a violation of terms of service or you know what a violation of terms of service is an analogy for your laws right your your laws that are passed your legislations are your terms of service of the government right they're them allowing you to live and yeah they're allowing you to live because they'll fucking kill you if you violate the terms of service enough that's kind of the point of it too so anyhow back to the algorithms is they uh, they go and they look for things that that are miss or that, that don't that don't comply, right? They look for keywords, things that like, could be linked to hate speech or bullying or you know misgendering and all the other you know uh, SJW taboos, etc. And, and maybe even like some you know some really really bad stuff you know that I don't even want to get into that I even just pisses me off to no end when I think about it. <clears throat> you know, the whole Epstein kind of stuff and what he was into. But anyhow, so they're going to use these algorithms and they're going to apply it to the NSA and the information in there. And it probably already been done. It's probably already being done and being worked on because you can bet that they're paying people to do this. And it's going to start going through and every single person's information, everything that they've ever done online, every single communication, transaction, click view browse etc and it's going to create a profile of you and then it's going to go back and compare them to whatever laws are on file and they're going to create a dossier and there's not them it's not like some sort of you know rogue agency that's out there i mean it kind of is right but it's not rogue anymore like it's open mainstream and it's protecting us from the dangers around the world but it's um it's a computer and it doesn't give a shit who you are it's just doing what a computer does and it's profiling you and it's building a dossier and it's comparing them to say, you know, what laws you might have broken and I guess eventually it'll end up on someone's desk and they'll look at it and they'll decide whether you're worth their time or not. Or maybe it'll just sit there until you go and you try to apply for some sort of, you know, financial aid or a job or whatever and then boom, the spotlight's on you. All it takes is somebody to get the spotlight shined on that somehow and I don't know what that what that event would be I, I have no idea I can think of a lot of different ones but that's gonna happen right and for me you know I'm, I'm 38 it could still be in in my foreseeable future but it's the uh, you know it's my kids generation like these kids got to grow up in a world where every single thing that they've that they're ever going to do is gonna be recorded and analyzed and just completely picked to death and never be able to escape it like I, I know 
other people who grew up before the you know the internet and everybody had a cell phone and there was cameras everywhere did a lot of stupid shit like a lot of stupid shit and they are very glad that nobody got that recorded I know I sure as shit am so that is pretty horrifying to me when I think about that we're gonna have all kinds of crazy surveillance that goes beyond anything that you know 1984 or ever could have dreamed of, you know, George Orwell. Um, but maybe, maybe on the brighter side of things, maybe it'll go out in the wash. Maybe it'll become one of these things where there's just so much information that, you know, there's a lot of stuff that just gets dismissed. Maybe that, that'll be the thing. Like, it, society as a whole will turn because those generation that grew up being recorded like that will be the ones stepping up and be like, hey, look, we all did stupid stuff. It all got recorded. And, you know, like, we don't want to put ourselves out there like that either. So, you know, we just kind of like, hey, look, that's kind of the way what kids do. And we'll just ignore all those dumbass TikTok videos and your Twitter feed or your Snapchat where, you know, we're posting videos of you hitting the bong grip while doing 70 down the highway. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Maybe it will. I mean, we've already excused politicians of a whole fucking bunch, but they kind of get to make the rules for themselves, don't they? It's funny how that works. How, you know, politicians, they can be accused of some horrendous shit, and none of them go to jail. Like, well, I, I guess some of them do. I guess that Leland Yee guy, he got sent to prison for running guns. I mean, that was a... That was like one of those great moments, you know. It's kind of like then that all too predictable, um, you know, soccer coach ends up getting busted for being a kitty diddler, or uh, you know, when the uh, evangelical preacher gets caught with a with a gay prostitute in a stall at some sort of shady bookstore, you know, when the vehemently anti-gun senator gets caught as a gun runner. You know, just just things people tend to want to sh highlight that they are not. I am not this. I am not that. It's like, man, are you trying to convince us or convince yourself? And most times they're trying to convince themselves. Oh, it's just one of those funny little quirks of human nature where people really just want to be seen as everything that they are not so that they can keep on doing what they're not unnoticed but then why do they want to be so vocal and so far out in the spotlight is that is that just so like a seed of disbelief like oh he would never do that he's always been against that he's been really outspoken I, I guess that's what it is I don't know it's it's weird seems like if anything you'd want to distance yourself from all of that weirdness and you know uh, nefarious intent and content and activity as possible like, you wouldn't even want it on your radar your name associated with it. I, I don't know. I'm not a, not of that mindset. But it's really curious to me. So I'm off on another squirrel, squirrel moment here, right? And I'm watching out of the corner of my eye. My son's playing a video game. And uh, I got to thinking about the whole ancestor simulation thing. And I thought about this quite a bit in the past already. And then... So the idea, if you're not familiar with the Ancestor Simulation, is that eventually we will make video games so complex, so complicated, maybe they're not even video games, but simulations, right? Sim humans, so 
real that they do not know that they are not real. They are aware and they believe that their lives are as real as yours or mine. And that once we reach that point, assuming that point is possible, that that it's even more likely that we are not the first to have done it and as you go through the whole law of probability that it's more and more likely that we ourselves are one of those ancestor simulations so my question is why isn't there a cult of people that believe that there's the programmers and that they can get the programmers on their side and the programmers will manipulate the world in their favor you know like maybe that's what it is maybe that's why some people are famous celebrities and they're born into rich families you know because um, they got they got the uh, the downloadables right they got the downloaded content the Rothschild uh, limited edition pack I don't know like it just I hadn't heard anybody go on about this yet and I just had the idea but the other thing that really throws it out there to me that says, well, there's no way that that's possible. It's absolutely highly improbable. And the reason why is there's no fucking dragons. Like, you can bet that some nerdy-ass computer programmers who really wanted to make things wild, they would have added dragons. They'd be like, okay, look, we're going to build some dragons. We're going to stick them in there. And not just dragons, you know, we're going to give people magic powers. And we're going to watch these people just go completely batshit crazy maybe that's the downloadable content you don't get that till you die uh, it's probably not what happened but yeah there's there's nothing really that that mystical although you know you've got like mountain lions and stuff like that they're they're pretty damn effective i mean if you've ever seen one in person like man those are pretty terrifying they're, the, they're what always worried me i've seen a bear in person never seen a mountain lion in person other than like you know uh somebody's animal for like a educational purposes but it's big it's a big ass animal like there's a uh, photo that was circulating the uh, the internet there for a little bit and it was a game trail camera of this big ass male mountain lion and he's turning the corner around this tree and looking right at it and you can just see that stone cold killer look and he's got big ass forearms like a bodybuilder on him and huge shoulder delts and it's just massive powerful animal and like the scary part about him is like if he was that close to you I don't care if you got a gun you're not gonna draw on him in time he's gonna be on you and tearing your face off I think they usually go for like the back or whatever but it doesn't matter like he's gonna tear your ass up and maybe you'll get the gun out and shoot him but uh, you're both gonna lose that fight like well he might win that fight but you're definitely gonna lose it even if he dies and you live you're gonna get fucked up yeah, I guess we don't really need dragons when we got stuff like that. And we got like great white sharks that just bite you in half. You're just on your surfboard, cruising around, and then chomp. You're on your boogie board with no legs. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's always a creepy thing. I used to go swimming out there in California. I'd swim all the way to the fucking buoy. And I'd think about the sharks while I'm out there. And it wasn't the shark that freaked me out. It was the damn sea lion. I swam out there to the buoy one day, and there's a big-ass male sea lion, and he's on there, and he's barking at me, and he's just doing the head shake, and I'm like, okay, I'm not getting near that, and I'm thinking as I turn around start swimming back, I'm like, man, if he decides to jump in the water and come after me, like, there's nothing I can do. Like, all I can do is hope that a shark comes by and bites his fat ass so he'll leave me alone, and, well, he did end up leaving me alone, and, you know, because I'm here and I don't have any scars from sea lion maulings, but yeah, those things are big.
big freaky ass animals and they're not even the biggest i don't know what species it is there in uh southern california of sea lions but they're big and then they have like the elef elephant seals and they're like the size of like a small bus i mean you don't need dragons when you got a small bus that swims in the ocean right you know it's a, it's another one of them funky marine jet airliners that just kind of cruises around. Oh, yeah, and walruses. Walruses that snatch people out of fucking boats like the Eskimos or Inuits. I'm, I'm not sure what the correct term is for the different tribes, so forgive me if I said something offensive. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, they would apparently snatch the hunters out of the out of the canoes when they would go out there hunting them because they, they could recognize them and see that they are hunters. And they knew the ones that were coming out there to, to kill them, or at least had killed some of them at some point. And so they would come up beside the canoes and they would yank them out of there and kill them. I mean, they got like these big two, three foot tusks. I mean, it's, it's got fucking sabers in its faces. Faces. It's only got one face. They have sabers in their faces. And it's like, you know, a 2,000 pound animal with saber faces. It's just amazing. Amazingly terrifying if you're, you know, in the water with it. Plus, you know, and then like the big rub is they got these big, friendly, frisky looking beards, you know, and you always see them made up that way on the cartoons. I guess we do that to bears too. We try to make them all sweet and cuddly, but a bear will eat you. The males will eat you a lot of times. The female, she's just going to stomp on your head and bite your face off and fuck you up and then, you know, stand there till you die. Because that, that's what they say. They say you're supposed to play dead when you get attacked by a bear. It's like, oh man, I don't know. I kind of want to try the whole not having to be there thing. But whatever. Or maybe, you know, just shooting the bitch. That that works. I like that plan. Because yeah, they're not like the mountain lion. They're not going to just storm you down like in the blink of an eye. But they're still pretty fast. I saw a video of one chasing a deer. And like the deer leaps over this log and doesn't quite make it and like the bear's just on it in half a second it's pretty fantastic it's an older video uh, so anyhow I've hit my 30 minute mark and ranted on for endless 10 minutes now and it's probably endless for you right you poor souls um, so I'm gonna close out with that and remember don't be one of the morons in the sea of idiocy that we stream down the highway every fucking day. Thank you.